So I'm sure you've all heard by now the controversy going on with the NWA, Nick Aldis, Billy Corgan, and Mickey James. And in case you don't know, here's a little bit of a short end of it. Here's the short fact of it from what I understand. One, Nick Aldis gave his notice that he wants out of the NWA. He's, he wants his release. He wants to go somewhere else. Two, he, one, of the, two one of the reasons for this is because of the decisions that he feels Billy Corgan and his crew are making that's hurting the NWA and its reputation. Three, one of those decisions is not giving the women, and on the behest of his wife, Mickey James, that, that's right, the Mickey James of hardcore country fame, of WWE fame and whatnot, you know, whose real full married name is Mickey James Aldis, you know, the third reason being he's not, you know, giving her the opportunity to put on another NWA Empower event for the women, you know, to showcase what the women of the NWA and of professional wrestling who are not tied down to contracts to places like WWE, you know, by extension, and, you know, AEW and, and so on. You know, she... You know, she wants. She basically wants to do another one, and Billy Corgan's not allowing it. He's not allowing it whatsoever. So anyway, to get to the point. To anyway, the fourth situation has to do with last night because that's one of the decisions that I'm sure when Nick Aldis got, you know, uh, an earful about it, basically found out about what they were going to do, was basically the catalyst. <laughs> You know, it was basically the catalyst to essentially get him to want to give his notice. But apparently the NWA, from what I understand, you know, Billy Corgan mostly did not give him his release after he gave his notice. Instead, they have indefinitely suspended him. Now, of course... This has gotten a lot of fans speculating whether or not this is a worked storyline, a worked shoot storyline, to get the NWA some attention. And if it is, you know, I'll give them credit. It's probably one of the best worked storylines any company outside of WWE, Impact, and AEW has ever come up with. I'll give them that. But, but here's the thing. It doesn't seem like that's, it, that's the direction it's going in. It feels like it's more legit, more real. And let's, let's say this about Nick Aldis, okay? Nick Aldis, in my opinion, the former Magnus in TNA, has all the right, in my opinion, and I'm not just saying this as a Nick Aldis fan, I'm saying this as a wrestling fan. Nick Aldis has put more prestige and notoriety into that NWA World Championship you know, more than anybody that's held it in the modern era. More than anybody. More than Adam Pierce when he had it. More than Colt Cabana, and I say that with all due respect because I've met Colt. More than Colt Cabana's, you know, done. More than anybody. He has put more prestige in that championship in the past f- several years that he's, ho- he's held it than anybody that we know of. And he has done what an NWA champion is supposed to do. He'll go around to a lot of promotions and defend the title against their top people, whether it's their own world champions or one of their top contenders for their promotions championship. He will go across the globe and do that. He will go across the globe and do that, and he did. 
So for him to come out and say that he does not agree with the decisions, with the directive, you know, decisions that Billy Corgan and his crew are making for the NWA right now, especially when it comes to what happened last night, to me, he's got all the right in the world to say it. Okay? He's got all the right in the world to say that. And for the fact that Billy Corgan, you know, who wants to basically make the NWA a household name again, for him to not want to give the ladies, you know, of the NWA and the ladies of professional wrestling another shot at a pay-per-view, you know, an all-women's empowered event, for him to not want to do that, especially on the behalf of the wife of basically the guy who who is the face of his promotion, who is the face, one of the legit faces of the modern NWA era when it comes to that title, for him not to do that, you know, honestly, if I'm Nick, I'd feel insulted too. I'd be like, look, I've done all this for you. You know, I've been one of your greatest champions that you've had, one of your most hard-working champions you've ever had. I've gone all over the place defending this title all over the world, and yet you don't want to do my wife this one little favor and let her produce, along with some of her friends, her colleagues, another Empower event and try to top what they did last year? Or a couple of years ago, you don't want to do that? You know, honestly, like I said, if I'm Nick, I would feel, you know, I would feel insulted too. But it's not just that, again, it's not just that. It's the fact that there are some creative decisions, booking decisions, and all that, and business decisions, that basically had made Nick all to say, enough, I'm out of here. And one of those booking decisions happened last night. You see, if you do follow the NWA Power on YouTube and Fight TV and NWA USA on YouTube and Fight TV, you will know that they were doing the storyline where uh, Tyrus, the former Brodus Clay, that's right, the Funkasaurus from WWE, they were doing the storyline where he was trading in his NWA World Television Championship for a shot at the NWA World Title. That's right. That's right. He was, at one point, a dominant NWA World Television Champion. And some might say that's a good business decision. Keep the championship that is the least important, but does give him some television time or screen time. You know, give him that championship and don't let him near the top tier title. Any promoter, whether it's a major wrestling promotion like WWE or AEW, or a second to major or second major uh, second to major wrestling promotion like let's say MLW or Impact, any promoter knows that even if a guy like a you know like a Tyrus, a Blo- a Brodus Clay, if you will, you know has the look that you're looking for in a monster heel or dominant monster heel or dominant monster wrestler or brawler or whatever. Even though he might have the look, he may not be the best decision to book as your world champion. Even if you tease the idea that he could become champion, even if you put him into a match for a world title where he's booked to lose, you know, you know deep in your heart you're never going to get him to that level. You're never going to let him touch that level. But as a consolation, you might let him, you know, win your secondary or third di- or your secondary or third third tier championships. In this case, either the North American title in NWA or 
You know, the, or like I said, what he had previously, the television title. But you would never let him, you know, touch, you know, the title, the world championship that is basically the most prestigious prize in your company. You know, you wouldn't let that happen. But yet, but yet, that's exactly what happened last night. That's exactly what happened last night. Because going back to you know the creative booking and business decisions that are being made you know by Billy Cor- Corgan according to someone like you know Nick Aldis you know which is causing him to which caused him basically to give his resignation say I'm out of here I don't want to be part of this anymore you know this happened to be one of them because not only did it get a lot of people talking and believe me if Billy Corgan's plan was hey I'm going to get people talking about my company one way or another. Well, then, you know, job well done because he's got people talking. Because last night at NWA Hard Times, he not only did what shouldn't have been done, what no promoter would do. And I say it with all due respect to Tyrus. Not only did he do that, but he did it in the main event of a pay-per-view Against somebody else that even though he had the look, the old school 80s, 70s look of an NWA world champion, you know, even though he had that look, he too basically should have never touched that gold. And what I'm talking about is last night Tyrus Brodus Clay beat Trevor Murdoch. Yes, that Trevor Murdoch from WWE, the one that was part of the tag team with Lance Cade, the late Lance Cade. You know, that Trevor Murdoch, he beat him in the main event of the NWA Hard Times 3 pay-per-view to become NWA world champion. I mean, there's a difference between the two when it comes to that title. One, Trevor Murdoch, like I said, represents what an old school NWA world champion would have looked like when it comes to the likes of, let's say, a Harley Race or a Dusty Rhodes. We understand that. We can respect that and get why they went with Trevor uh, on two different occasions. We, uh, that, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine in everything. But in reality, we also know that there were other options instead of Trevor Murdoch becoming champion. You could have put the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro, as champion. You could have used other people as your champion, but instead you went with somebody that represented that old school. But then, but then to make the decision to go from him to the Funkosaurus, if you will, you know, Brodus Clay, to go from him to the Funkosaurus. That's what really irked a lot of people because basically a lot of people made the comparison that what you gave your uh, pay-per-view last night, one of your big, what is it, four or three pay-per-views a year, what you gave for a main event last night was a freaking match you would see maybe you know, first or second on the card of WWE Velocity or WWE Heat or WWE Main Event. You know, that's what you did. You know, that's what you did. You gave your main event to people that basically could barely main event, you know, the featured contest on one of those, you know, third or fourth fourth tier shows that WWE has had or did have, have or currently has. 
You know, basically, that's what you did. And this is what's gotten people talking and siding with Nick Aldis on the fact that, you know what, he has a point. He has a point. Billy Corgan and his crew should have known better. They should have known better than to put the title, whether it's part of a storyline where eventually Trevor gets it back or whatever. You know, they should have known better than to put it on Brodus Clay. Because even Solomon, I haven't heard all of it yet, but Solomon basically said that hard times is what this company is in for. And it also tells me another thing, and this is what worries any professional wrestling fan, whether you pay attention to the promotion as much as you should or you don't. This is what worries a lot of people about this. In, historically, in the past, when a company puts their championship on someone like a Brodus Clay, a Tyrus, a Funkasaurus, if you will, like they did it last night at Hard Times 3, that usually means that the end is near. That's right, the end is near. And what I mean by that is the fact that the NWA, Billy Corgan's NWA, could be heading for a fall that they're not going to recover from. That they're going to head for a fall to the point that Billy Corgan may end up, may end up and this is just me talking, this is my own speculation, but it seems like that might be the direction they go in. Billy Corgan may end up selling the NWA to somebody else. He could reach out to Tony Khan and say, I want to sell it to you because he's done business with him. He may reach out to Triple H, say, I want to do business with you, sell the company to you. He may reach out to Anthem Sports, who owns Impact right now, and say, I want to do business with you. Either way, either way, it seems to me that this might be the first hint, the first hint that basically that's the inevitable result in the end. That is the inevitable result in the end. That the NWA is going to get sold by Billy Corgan to somebody else. Because if that wasn't the case, then why the hell would you put Brodus Clay, you know, the Funkasaurus, Tyrus, why would you make him your champion? I mean, I get a lot of promotions do these kind of things. They make these decisions to throw it in the face of the former employers of said talent. You know, for Tyrus, maybe it's a way of throwing it in the face of not just Impact Wrestling, but of the WWE and saying, see, this could have been you. You could have been on our spot. The same with Trevor Murdoch. See, you know, they, the same with Trevor Murdoch. They do the same thing there. Like, see, this could have been you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you put the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship on someone like a, a Tyrus, a Brodus Clay, or a Trevor Murdoch, and I say this with all due respect, but that would be the equivalent of putting the WWE Championship back on Jinder Mahal. Period. That would be the equivalent. Basically, it's something you do not do. Again, you look at the other championships you have and say, hey, they're good enough for those titles, but I'm not going to have them touch my, pre- my Premier World Championship. Because it's something you do not do. And this decision is one of the main decisions, in my opinion, 
along with many others, including, like I said, you know, not allowing Mickey James to possibly have another Empower pay-per-view event or iPay-per-view event, IPV, if you will, which was what Hard Times was actually last night, unless it was also a regular pay-per-view, but still, you know, you know, along with that, this is one of those reasons I can understand why Nick Aldis wants out. Heck, it's one of the reasons why Terrence Tyrell, the former Tiffany in WWE, retired and hung him up. And she and and get this, she had an act that I thought was actually, you know, actually actually good. She had an act that I thought was actually pretty good when it comes to the NWA because it was a complete contrast to what women's wrestling is when it comes to a promotion like the National Wrestling Alliance. Why? Because she was basically playing the version of herself that she had played back when she was in, you know, Impact Wrestling. And that was the leader of the dollhouse, the diva, the, you know, the girl that was basically like, they would go out and say, like, tole, tole. You know, that is what she was playing in Impact Wrestling. And she was doing that once again in NWA, and I thought that worked perfectly as a contrast. You know, it really did. It worked perfectly as a contrast to, you know, what you would inevitably see when it comes to women's wrestling, when it comes to the NWA. So for her, basically something that could have made, could have potentially been a gold mine, if you kind of see where I'm coming from, could have been a gold mine if it worked, if worked correctly. She decides to hang it up because, honestly, she obviously notices that they're not going to get another Empower event, which she could be a part of, where she could say, I was, where she could say hey, I was part of two. She knows they're not going to get it. You know, she could see they're not going to get it and all that. And, you know, I don't blame her for wanting to hang it up and pursue maybe other, other avenues in her life, maybe want to be a mom or something. Because if the promotion I'm working for is not going to let the woman who helped inspire me to get into this business, who helped put women's wrestling on the map in the modern era, to put together another event like this to show what we can do, then why am I even here? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It's like, why am I even here? So, so here's the thing. I can understand her retiring and hanging it up for that being one of the reasons, if not main reason. And again, I can understand why Nick Aldis decided, you know, enough is enough. I'm done because, you know, I'm done with all these stupid decisions you've been making. I'm done with this company. And last night, the NW, you know, last night with him booking Brodus Clay, the Funkasaurus, to become champion was basically the icing on the cake. It was icing on the cake for, for all this. And for, I'm pretty sure for a lot of fans that want to give the NWA credit. Because, again, that, to me, in my opinion, is the first nail in your death coffin when it comes to your business, your company going down and potentially being put up for sale. And you can't tell me otherwise. You can't tell me otherwise. And you know what? Here's what's crazy. The people I follow here on YouTube... Like just Alex and Solomonster have given their opinions on social media. Like I said, Solomonster talked about it. I haven't listened to all of it just yet, but he's given his opinion on it. And basically said that hard times is what this company is in store for, like I mentioned earlier. Alex, he goes on social media and basically comments at the fact that, ooh, this is not a good decision. 
And yet, because he gave his opinion on social media, like Twitter and Facebook, guess what happens? People come after him. People come after him because he gave his opinion. And in their minds, probably not realizing, you know, the importance of Rhodes Clay getting this opportunity. And look, it's not the fact that he doesn't believe Brodus Clay doesn't deserve the opportunity. He does. But not, but not in the manner that it happened. Like if it would have probably happened years ago when he was in WWE and being presented as the monster bodyguard for Alberto Del Rio, you know, if it would have happened there where you could have pushed him as the monster he was supposed to be and everything, you know, let him dominate then man, maybe that would have been the best time. Now isn't. Now isn't. Because basically, what are you going to do? Where do you go from here, is the question. So you can obviously see that with a decision like that, why you know Nick Aldis got upset. You know, why a decision among many like that has made him decide to put in his resignation and ask to be released. Which he's not getting because apparently they just want to, you know, suspend him indefinitely without pay or something. You can, like I said, you could see and understand, you know, his frustration when it, you know, his frustration with everything going on that's leading or that has led to this moment. If you understand what I'm saying. But I don't think it's just the Brothers Clay deal that was a bad decision. That's gotten him to want to leave. I don't think it's the just the mistreatment of his wife, Mickey James Aldis, and her wanting to have another Empower event along with the other women to showcase what they can do. I also think it's the fact that Billy Corgan is bringing in other promotions. That's right. He's bringing in other promotions. And allowing those promotions to defend their titles. Now, you might say, well, that's a good idea. Give those promotions some more exposure, as well as show, show a bit of gratitude of, hey, you're letting us put on an event here. The least we could do is let you put one of your championships on the line in a feature match. And, you know, and that might be a good idea. But to some people, like let's say a Nick Aldis, it may not be because why are you sharing, you know, the time of your pay-per-view with another promotion where you could be using it to put on a match, you know, that's, you know, from your company. So I can understand that letting, um, you know, the NWA Billy Corgan letting, you know, promotions from around the area like Wildcat Pro Wrestling defend or, you know, have their tag titles defended last night. From another semi-major promotion that's got notoriety in MLW coming in and having Davey Richards defend a national openweight title. I can understand the frustration that you don't, that if you want to make your company relevant again, if you want to make your company relevant again, that basically you do not need to be sharing space and time with promotions that are on equal level as you are. I mean, this is why a lot of people look at WWE and be like, well, why didn't Vince ever, you know, uh, share space with some promotions? Well, here's the thing. He did share space with some promotions, but only those that he felt wouldn't be a threat and would be more of a value to him later on, like he did with Smoky Mountain Wrestling, ECW, USWA, and so on. But the reason he never did deals with the likes of WCW 
and, and others, like AWA and all that, is because they were on the same competitive level as him. And basically, he'd be sharing equal billing with them, and he didn't want to do that. Because he knew if he shared equal billing and people saw what they were uh, presenting from this other promotion, it would steal his business away. And he didn't want that. Triple H, the difference with him and Vince is Triple H is more willing to share a thing, to share you know space, if you will, with other you know with other companies, and that's great. But he's only willing to do it if maybe basically they could get something out of it that's going to help them and in exchange help the promotion in the region they're located in. So, you know, at least he's willing to work with them, but sort of kind of make it more of a win-win situation for both sides. And you might say, well, isn't that what Billy Corgan's doing with the NWA, allowing these things to happen? In a sense, yes. In a sense, yes. But, again, I'm just a fan. So I appreciate something like that. But if you're someone that works for that company, you may have a difference of opinion. You know, you may have something... You know, some you may have something along the lines of pride, and basically be like, "Why are we, you know, giving? Uh, why, like I mentioned earlier, why are we giving, you know, time and air, you know, time and space to this other company or this other promotion? You know, when we should be using it for our own people." It's like Jerry Lawler said in one of the, uh, like it's like Jerry Lawler said in the Rise and Fall of ECW pay per view. He was one of the talking heads that was interviewed. And he basically pointed out, you know, when WWE was helping ECW promote Barely Legal, their first pay-per-view, he basically pointed out in that video, you know, why are we, you know, giving all this time and space to another promotion, basically our competition? Why are we doing that? You know, probably not realizing the the deal under under the table, the under table under the table deal that was done between both companies um, at that point. But he did make a good, a good. He did bring up a good question, and again, this is coming from somebody that's you know been in the business for decades. You know, it has a right to say what he wants to. You know, has has a right to give that opinion. The same with Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis is kind of an old school guy, or at least has a respect for the old school mentality of professional wrestling, if you will. You know, he has an old school mentality and respect. You know, for for professional wrestling, basically the way things used to be, which is why he would go and around the globe and defend that NWA title. And if you're wondering why I'm a little distracted and all that too when I'm talking in this, I have the 49ers and Chargers on right now. It's about 7:45 p.m. in the evening. But anyway, getting back on topic, Nick Aldis may be on that same wavelength of hey, you know. Why, why are we basically sharing space and time with Major League Wrestling, MLW, Wildcat Pro Wrestling? And instead of using those you know, matches or those, uh, you know, those spots where those matches are for our own talent, why are we not doing you know, what's best for our company and sharing it with everybody else? So that's another business decision that I think is really causing you know, Nick Aldis to say, I'm out of here. I don't want no part of this anymore. And I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame him. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, I work for Target. I work for Target, right? And just like I used to work for Walmart, I have loyalty. I have some loyalty, all right? And here's the thing. It's like if Target 
decided to partner with Macy's and be like, why are we sharing space with Macy's? That's our competition. Or it's like, if we shared space, you know, or gave opportunity to the people at Kohl's or Ross or even Walmart, it's like, why would we do that? That's our competition. That's taking business away from us. You know, it, it wouldn't make sense. And a lot of us that work for Target would feel insulted. Like, you know, you're taking away our opportunities. You're taking away opportunities from other workers. You know? And that's kind of how Nick Aldis looks at this. He looks at the fact that if this is one of those decisions that's making him, you know, has, or not making him, that has made him want to give his resignation and stuff and get out of that company, out of that promotion. You know, if this is one of those reasons, you know, you can't blame him. Because instead of, you know, using those two spots to uh, basically, you know, showcase other promotions, especially one that's on the same tier level as you, as you and you look at his competition, instead of doing that, you should basically utilize those spots for your own company, for your own talent, and that's not happening. That's not happening at all. And again, that's understandable from a Nick Aldis perception. Again, others, fans like myself and Alex and, you know, Solomonster and JD, you know, we might be cool with, you know, the NWA offering an opportunity to a, another promotion or even one of our local promotions to get, you know, some spotlight, you know, on a worldwide international level, national level, if you will. And that's great. That's great for our local promotion. I mean, you can't tell me that JD from NY206, JD and Solomonster, wouldn't like the idea that if NWA came to their area and came to, what were, what were they at last? Um, what was it, Station 5, I think? One of the bigger venues that House of Glory has been at? You can't tell me that they wouldn't appreciate Billy Corrigan calling up Master P or their owners or the people that run House of Glory and saying, hey, we want to, uh, we have our next NWA pay-per-view coming your way or going to be broadcast in your area. And uh, we would like to showcase a House of Glory world title match. And oh, by the way, we would like to have JD and Solomonster calling it. You, you can't tell me that they wouldn't be for that because they would be. You know, you can't tell me that they wouldn't be for that because they would be. But, again, if you're somebody in the NWA, you know, you know someone that competes there, like in Nick Aldis, you'd be like, why are we giving House of Glory an opportunity? This is our show. We should focus on our talent. And that's the truth. That is the truth. You know, again, going back to my target comparison, you know, instead of sharing space with the competition, you know, giving them ad time and revenue and all that, we should be focusing on us. We should be focusing on us. But that's not the case. But, you know, that wouldn't be the case because it wouldn't be our decision. It would be our company's decision. And my hand just hit the mic. I do apologize. Uh, But that basically be our decision. You know, that would be our decision and not anybody else's, you know. You know, that would be our decision to feel that way and not anybody else's. But again, that decision's out of our hands, hands and all, because of the fact that it's the company that makes the decision above us. And again, I do apologize if I'm a little uh, distracted and feels like I kind of maybe... 
you know, went a different direction to what I just said because, I, like I said, I have the 49ers and Chargers on right now. I do apologize. Uh, but anyway, like I said, going back, going back to the comparison with my job, current, my current job, you know, it would feel insulting to us that are working there. But from those that are the, from those that are basically the people running the place, running the job, if you will, you know, the the leaders, the corporate people, you know. They have the final saying. There's nothing we could do about it. It's kind of like, let's say, going back to House of Glory. It's like if House of Glory, Master P made the announcement of, oh, by the way, not only on this uh, IPV, this uh, you know, internet pay-per-view, this IPV, if you want to fight, not only are we going to have a great card, but one of our featured matches is going to be from our competition. One of our featured matches is going to be from this local promotion, you know, not even five miles down from us. Do you think a lot of the people in House of Glory would be happy about that? Not really. I mean, the fans would be cool with it. Do you think JD and Solomonster would be cool with it? Maybe, maybe not. But the point that I'm getting at, basically, is it's all about pride. And when you're someone like a Nick Aldis that has respect for that old school mentality of you know, professional wrestling, the old school style of professional wrestling. When you have respect for that and you inherit, you retain, or you basically gain that respect and that same mentality, of course your pride's going to feel like it's being hurt if all of a sudden the guy that owns the company you're working for, you know, if all of a sudden the guy that owns the company you're working for decides to incorporate other promotions. And one of them, again, like I say, being sort of on the same tier level as you. So I can understand. So again, long story to get to the point, and I know this is going a little longer than it should. Hold on for a sec. So I just had to watch the 49ers score a touchdown and take the lead. But what I'm getting at, basically, what I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen, is, you know, basically, you could see where Nick Aldis is coming from. You know, why would you want to share space and everything with your competition, especially those on the same tier level? Which, in the in the end, they're trying to make this not any longer this audio video podcast, you know, audio any longer than it already is. You know, in the end, it hurts your pride because it feels like basically your boss doesn't really have faith in you anymore or any of your talent to you know get the job done. So to me. So to me, honestly, I can understand when it comes to that kind of a business decision, you know, the way his wife was treated just because she wants to do another Empower, from what I understand, as well as I can understand, you know, the booking decision that he may have heard about, you know, with them deciding to put the, you know, title on Tyrus, I can understand all that frustration boiling up within him and him saying, you know, screw this, I'm out. Because again... Here's a guy that basically, you know, brought more prestige back to that NWA championship in the modern era than anybody, went around the world defending it, and now he has to basically watch somebody that wasn't even considered main event material in the biggest promotions he was part of hold hold that world title and basically be spoken in the same lineage same legacy and lineage as the likes of Harley Race, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, you know, 
Dusty Rhodes, Ronnie Garvin, you know, Tommy Rich, Luz Thez, you know, Carl Gotch, you name it. He has to sit back and look at this, this guy basically hold the title, you know, for who knows how long Billy's going to keep it on him. And to someone like Nick Aldis, who, like I said, has respect for the old school mentality and old school ways of professional wrestling, that is an insult. That is a major insult and a slap in the face to the history of that belt. So, again, you put that all together, everything I've talked about and everything else people have talked about, and you can understand why Nick Aldis said, screw you, Billy Corgan, I'm out. And I don't blame anybody else for, again, siding with Nick after, you know, after that decision was made last night at hard times. I don't blame anybody. You know, honestly, because basically it validates his reasonings. But, unfortunately, some people can't say that. Because, like I think I mentioned earlier, Billy Corgan, not Billy Corgan, but people like Just Alex, you know, Alex Six of Just Alex Central on YouTube, you know, on YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that, you know, he can't even say anything. Yeah. He can't even say anything or give his opinion because all he said when he found out about this was oof. You know, basically saying it was a bad decision and he gets corraddled for it. I'm sure Solomonster, after what he said on his podcast and even with the clip and what he says in Twitter and social media, he's going to get corraddled for it. Same with JD. But here's the thing. These guys have a right to their opinions because... You know, they might be part of the business in some way, but at the end of the day, they're still fans. And as fans, you know, they look at someone like Funkasaurus, Tyrus, Brodus Clay, and they're like, okay, look, the guy, you know, he's a great talent, but he's not world champion material. And all they really see, like I mentioned earlier, I believe, is just, you know, the NWA... And Billy Corgan doing what other promotions had done in the past, even though it took a little longer, they're doing what other promotions had done in the past. And that's put someone that nobody thought would be world champion, make him world champion, just to shove it in that company's face, or those companies that could have made him world champion, shove it right in their face and see, see, this could have been you. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And in this case, unless Tyrus can prove us wrong, and pray to God he does... This, you know, this is one of those booking decisions that is not, you know, obviously from the from right now, you know, is not going to work. It's not going to work again, unless Tyrus Brodus Clay can prove us wrong. You know, during his reign, however long it is, this was not the best decision. I mean, I get the NWA and TNA doing it with Christian only a few months in or several months into his run there. I understand that. I understand that. Again, like I said, I can understand them doing it with the NWA and TNA doing it with Christian because he is a hard worker. Especially when he's healthy, he is one of the best that they that the business has going, even at his age. Whether you like him or you don't. But you know, Christian is one thing. Kurt Angle is one thing if you will, when they decided to put the belt on him. Because they know they can go. They know they can work. 
You know, even though I think what what did Tyrus have? Did he have the Grand Slam championship or something when he was in, you know, Impact or something? Didn't he have one championship there or, or something? When he when he was EC3's bodyguard, you know, did, did he have like one championship, maybe one or so? Okay, fine. But did they ever let him be the world champ? No. They had him associate with those that were the world champs. And that was it. Because they knew in Impact Wrestling, and this was even during Dixie, Car- Dixie Carter's regime. You know, Dixie Carter's regime. They knew it wasn't going to be a good idea. Scott Demore, who I think was part of the booking team there, knew it wouldn't be a good idea. And when Brodus Clay... As I mentioned before, it was in WWE and originally presented as a monster that even if they would have kept him like that, maybe, yeah, at that time, it would have been a good idea. But even when they made him the Funkasaurus, guess what? It didn't work. It didn't work. It was not, it was not a good decision, period. Even if they, again, they would treat him as being someone that could you know, go in that direction, it wasn't a good decision. It wasn't. And like I said, I pray and hope Tyrus Brodus Clay can prove us wrong. But I've got a feeling, and I say it with all due respect to the guy, because he is a good talent if you give him a chance. And don't just make him into the walking bohemoth that you want him to be. You know, he is a good talent when given the chance. I have no doubt. But right now, this was probably not the best decision to be made. And in the end, guys, you can understand that this, along with everything else I've talked about, and, every, and I'm sure everybody else will point this out too, being one of the reasons why Nick Aldis left the company or wants to get out of the company. You can understand that. You can understand that. And also the fact that you could probably see that this could be potentially the first nail in the NWA, in the Billy Corgan NWA error. The first nail in the coffin of the Billy Corgan NWA error, which potentially could mean he'll sell the company to somebody else. Because when you have to basically, you know, go, go in a direction, like I mentioned earlier, and put your championship on someone that you know, you should know being a longtime fan, nobody else would even consider a world champion or world champion material. When you have to result in putting the title on him or on that person... Then it shows that basically your company does not have that much longer to exist under your regime, under your management. Which means you're going to have all these other companies, all these other owners and promoters being like, ooh, when is he going to make that call? You can't tell me Triple H, you know, once in a while isn't looking at that phone thinking, okay, Billy, make, give me that call, make me that call. Sell us, the, sell us the NWA. We'll make it NWA NXT or NXT NWA. Or you can't tell me Tony Khan doesn't have a group of team waiting at his phone going like, okay, Billy, call me up. Let me buy NWA and I'll add it to my collection of wrestling promotions alongside Ring of Honor and AEW. You can't tell me that Anthem Sports isn't doing the same thing. Because they are. And it's all because of this booking decision he made. Because by making this decision, you're basically saying, yeah, I'm pretty much wiping my hands at the NWA deal and going to you know, be done with it and give it to somebody else, make it somebody else's problem. And you know what? You know, if that happens, 
I'll say this, Billy, you gave it a good try. You gave it a good run. But maybe professional wrestling isn't your calling. Maybe you should go back to doing what you do best, and that's performing in the in the industry of music, and with and probably reforming your Smashing Pumpkins band. That that is what you should do. You know, it's the same thing people look at with Tony Khan right now. Maybe to them, Tony Khan's not cut out to be you know the owner of not one but two major companies, and perhaps maybe he should consider handing off ownership to someone within the AEW administration and saying, "Hey, you got more knowledge about wrestling. You take the reins. I'm out." But the difference between Tony Khan and Billy Billy Corgan, the difference between two, both of them, is whether you like it or not. Whether you like him or not, Tony Khan is willing to see it through. He's willing to put the championship on those he knows, you know, are fitted to be world champions, that are believable as world champions, and that have never been looked at as anything more than main event players, no matter where they've gone. Billy Corgan, on the other hand, doesn't feel like he's his heart's in the business anymore, in my opinion. But again, maybe, maybe they'll prove us wrong. Maybe they'll prove us wrong, you know, with this decision, but we'll see. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Comment below and in the live chat. Like the video. Hit the subscribe and the bell buttons for notification as to when I get more content arriving on my channel. Also, check out the Teespring store for new merchandise you can't get anywhere else just in time for the holidays. Also, check me out at BW Roses Discussions, all your audio podcast locations except for Pandora, where you will get a podcast audio version of this. Also, check me out at BVW1979 at divanart.com. Also, check me out at patreon.com slash BWRosis to support me with a $1 or $3 tier. $3 tier gets you access to content you can't get anywhere else until later on. And the $1 tier gets you a shout-out along a shout, gets you a shout-out as well. But the $3 tier also gets you that shout-out along with the content you'll see before anybody else. I am considering, working, I am considering a Q&A $5 tier uh, Q&A $5 tier, basically, uh, in the near future. If that does happen, I will let you guys know. Also, support me financially at Venmo, at Brian-Walmart-2, and at Cash App at BWRosis98, where by supporting me there, I will automatically get your support deposited into my bank account as soon as I can. And check out the Teespring, like I said, check out the Teespring store as well. Also, check me out at Vimo at BWRosis for content you can't get here on YouTube. But until next time, guys, let me know what your thoughts are in the live chat and in the comments below. And until then, I'm out.